Thank you for joining the Element Church Podcast, where we exist to guide people to experience life to its fullest, connect into meaningful relationships, and make a lasting impact. Wherever you're listening from today, we hope this message inspires and strengthens your faith. Well, today, uh, I want to teach all the rich people in the room. Some of you are like, whoo, finally, a Sunday where the sermon does not apply to me because I ain't rich. Or are you? (laughs) Because here, check out this from the global income scale. If you make $15,000 a year, you are already in the top 10% of global income. If you make $50,000 a year, which by the way, that's less than the median household income in Laramie County here in Cheyenne. If you make $50,000 a year, you'd be in the top 0.31% of the world's population in terms of income earning. So just earning $50,000 a year puts us in the top 1% of the world's wealthiest people kind of puts a different spin on all those greedy one percenters, right? (laughs) Like if you make $50,000 in the top 1%. Now granted, I understand that's not the top top 1% of American income earners, but still, if you make 50 grand, we're in the top top 1% of all income earners in the world. And here's the thing. In the New Testament, letter of 1 Timothy 6, 17, God, through the apostle Paul, says this, and this is why I want to teach the rich people today. He says this, teach those who are what? Nobody wants to hear it today. Teach those who are what? Rich in this world. Not in your community, not in your country, but in this world, teach those who are rich. So today, I want to teach all the rich people who are in the room or joining us online, which is probably 99% or more of all of us, me included, who are hearing this message. And on that note, I probably need to introduce myself to all of our rich guests today. (laughs) My name's Jeff Manis. I am the lead pastor here. And I'm so glad uh, that all of you are here on this very special Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all of you moms out there. We love you. We are proud of you. We support you. We're praying for you and we stand with you as you put up with all of us in your uh, life. You deserve far more than we could ever show or give on one day, but we do want to celebrate you today and say happy Mother's Day. Also, I always uh, want to make sure I I address this, that, that on Mother's Day, while it is and should be a day of celebration for our moms, Mother's Day can also be a day of sadness and grief and mourning for many people. Some of you did not have a great experience with the mom that was in your life. Some of you have lost moms, uh, maybe even this year. Some of you moms have lost children. There are some women who long to have children, but for whatever reason, you've not been able to. And Mother's Day can be a day that brings up that sadness and grief. And I just want to acknowledge that and say to those of you who that's your experience on Mother's Day, we see you too. 
We love you, we support you, we are praying for you, and we are standing with you on this day that isn't always just a day of celebration. If you are new with us, by the way, uh, we are thrilled that you're here. We'd love to connect with you. The easiest way to do that is by filling out a digital connection card. Just go to our website, elementchurch.life, and then under the I'm New tab, uh, you can find that card. Or you can text the word ENEW to 94000, and we'll shoot you a link back that you can then fill out that digital connection card. If you fill it out, we will make a $5 donation to a, an outreach organization that you get to choose from a list of approved organizations, just a way for us to say thank you for being our guest today. If you're here in person, we'd invite you to the living room as well. It's across the lobby over there, and there's some volunteers, amazing volunteers who are in there. They'd love to meet you, answer any questions you have, give you some information about the church as well, just to make sure that, that we get you what you need as our guest today. Also, if you'd like to give to, to God today through Element Church, there's a number of ways to do that. They're all on the screen as usual there. If you're new or unable to give, please don't feel obligated to do that. This is for folks who call Element Church home and you're able and inspired by the Lord uh, to give. Um, and again, you can use the information on the screens there to, to find a way to give. One of our core values here is if only for the one, that we do all we can to reach as many as we can celebrating everyone, every life that has changed, we celebrate that here at Element. And last week, we ended a four-week sermon series called God Has a Name. And through that series, we didn't just have one person whose life was changed by, by faith in Christ. We had nine people tell us they put their faith in Jesus for the very first time. Yep, we should celebrate that. We would celebrate if it were one, but when there's nine, we celebrate as well. And when you choose to give to God here, you are a partner with him in every life that's changed, every connection made, every impact that is had through this place. When you give, you're a partner with God in that. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being such a generous church. And speaking of generosity and why I started out by saying I want to teach those who are rich today. You are here on a very special Sunday. It's not just Mother's Day. It's also what we call Compassion Sunday, where we highlight and celebrate and uh, support and partner with an amazing organization called Compassion International. If you don't know, Compassion International is a child sponsorship organization whose mission is to release children from poverty in Jesus' name. They are incredible. I am consistently blown away at their level of, of support for children and families who live in extreme poverty all around the world. They, the work they do is amazing. If you know of compassion, you're familiar with that. Currently, through your generosity from people who call Element Church home, we actually already, as a church, through you, have 303 sponsors who sponsor children through compassion, which is amazing. So 303 of you are sponsoring children here. Throughout the, the church history, we've sponsored a total of 512 children. And today, you're going to get a glimpse of what's happening around the world through Compassion International. Last March, 
Remember last March, 24 years ago, last March? Uh, last March, nobody got that joke or it wasn't funny. I'm going to keep on using it either way. It didn't work in first service or in this one. Maybe you're just tired. It's Mother's Day. You're hungry. I don't know. Last March, a year ago, I remember that? Uh, pastor Jared and I, our worship pastor, we went with compassion on a compassion trip to the country of Ecuador. It was one week before our world shut down, we went to Ecuador. So we traveled to Ecuador. We got back. We were going to use the footage in Ecuador for last, week, last year's uh, Compassion Sunday. But we got back. A week later, everything shut down. So we've been sitting on this footage from Ecuador for over a year. And we wanted to reuse last year's footage to take you on a trip with us via video uh, to Ecuador as we planned to do uh, last year. And while we were there in Ecuador, once again, Pastor Jared and I were just blown away, first of all, at the level of poverty that people live in, but second of all, at just how incredible compassion is at partnering with people in America to support children and families uh, around the world. Jared did an incredible job capturing all this on video and then putting it together in a way that makes sense and gives you a, uh, we were there for four days, but gives you a, a quick about 20 minute snapshot uh, of what happened there. I'm so glad now that a year, a year later, we're able to take you on our trip uh, to some compassion centers. You're going to meet some compassion kids and families. You're going to see compassion staff. If you are a current compassion sponsor, like my wife and I are, uh, you're going to be um, inspired today to continue doing what you're doing. And I, I, that's my prayer today, that if you're already sponsoring children, that you'd be inspired to continue. If you are not yet sponsoring a child through compassion you, and you have the means to do so, I ain't going to lie, I hope you'll start today. I'm not hiding that motive at all. But I hope by the end of our day, you will not be able to leave this place without making a difference in a child's life, helping release them from poverty in Jesus' name. So without any further information or ado, um, I want to uh, go ahead and say a word of prayer. And then we're going to check out a video that we have for you. Father in heaven, thank you so much just for um, the ability to sit in a beautiful facility like this and to kind of get a glimpse of what's happening through compassion in Ecuador. And as we're going to see on the video, Lord, we're, we're so, just even having this facility, we are so over the top blessed with what you've given us. And Lord, I pray that as we see uh, churches on the ground in Ecuador, as we meet some of the families and hear about what Compassion's doing, that for those who are sponsoring children, as I've been praying, Lord, leading up to this, would you just inspire them and confirm in them the good they're doing? And Lord, for those who aren't yet uh, sponsoring children, if they are able to, if they have the means to do that, would you just connect hearts to, the, to the, the mission and vision of compassion today. And I pray, Lord, that we would help live out their mission, that there be some children released from poverty today in Jesus' name. We love you, Jesus. We thank you for all you've done for us. In your name we pray. Amen. Ecuador, one of the most biodiverse countries in the world. It has a proud history extending back to the Incan Empire. But despite its beauty and history, there's also a large income inequality. And sadly, chronic malnutrition impacts 24% of children under the age of five. 
It is a country still facing poverty, which has resulted in broken families and limited education opportunities. Teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. 1 Timothy 6.17 Compassion serves the most extremely poor in the world, and extremely poor is indicated by, by making $2 or less a day. $2 or less a day. That's about $730 a year if your house makes that. One of the homes that we visited here in Ecuador, uh, the, the family, the mother of the family, she, she peels garlic for a living. Uh, she has like 45 pounds of garlic and, and it'll take her all day to peel it. And if she peeled all day long, 45 pounds of garlic, she makes $5. She said, if my whole family of seven helps, uh, it'll take us two hours and we still only get $5. Can you imagine that? So let's think of that verse again in light of where you're at maybe today. Teach those who are rich in this world not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable, but to trust in God. Tell them to do good with what they have. So I want to ask us, what are we doing with what we have? In light of the poverty around us, in light of the poverty around the world, is there something that we can do? Well, through compassion, not only is there something we can do, but amazing things are being done. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need, always being ready to share with others. 1 Timothy 6.18 The mission of compassion is to rescue children from poverty in Jesus' name. Uh, they partner with over 7,500 churches uh, around the world. They are, they're child-focused. Uh, over 80% of every dollar that you give in your sponsorship goes towards uh, holistically caring for that child, uh, whether it's food, medical, clothing, education, socio-emotional uh, things they need to go through as well. So it's child-focused. It's church-based. Uh, they work with only local churches on the ground uh, in, in the countries they serve, and it's Christ-centered. They are, they are built around the mission of Jesus. Throughout history, God's church has always had a heart for the poor and for those who are hurting. In fact, one of the most beautiful things about Christianity is the fact that they are always there caring for the least of these. Our compassion host uh, told us that poverty becomes a mindset for these children, that that they say things like, my grandparents were poor, my parents are poor, so it's just my fate to be poor. Uh, he shared a verse from Luke 2.52 that Jesus grew in wisdom, stature, favor with both God and people. And he said, children in poverty, they can't grow in those areas unless someone from the outside comes in to help. We want to be a part of that help to ha have children grow out of the poverty mindset, saying, I have to live this way for the rest of my life. We want to partner with Compassion to see them holistically provide for the needs of these children. When you partner with Compassion, you're not just feeding children. Uh, they do get fed, 
uh, but you're actually changing communities and you're helping to change destinies. Uh, I want you to see a few of the ways that when you partner with Compassion, you're making a lasting impact all around the world. Compassion has kind of three main arms that they use to to serve the countries they go to. They have the church planting arm, uh, they have the child survival program, and then the uh, Compassion, the church partners that they have on the ground in these local countries. Uh, We're actually standing on a plot of land behind me. A uh, church plant is is going in here shortly. Uh, A brand new church that will actually start with 150 sponsored children from around this, uh, this community here, one of the most impoverished places uh, in Ecuador. We just heard from the pastor uh, explaining the vision that their organization has to to see churches planted in in every province, uh, in every community, every province in Ecuador. It's a big vision, but hearing them talk, you you believe it's going to happen. A church plant actually happens through a partnership with a a local church in America. In fact, the church that's starting here is being sponsored by a church in Billings, Montana, uh, one of their pastors was on this trip as well. And it was super cool to see God bring that, uh, that marriage of ministry together that we got to witness today. Once the church is up and running, then uh, they will be serving those compassion children and their, their families through our individual support. And in a local compassion church, uh, one of the things I love about it is you will not see anything about compassion at any one of these local churches. They are actual local churches with local pastors, their own name, their own organization. Uh, Compassion really wants the church uh, to be the hero in the setting so that the community trusts and knows the church. At the Compassion Centers, uh, they work holistically with every child. Uh, they, they do dental checkups, well, uh, well physical checkups uh, on the children. They provide for them food. Uh, the sponsorship provides for them uh, education and tutoring. It's, it really is a, a holistic approach to the entire life of the child that affects every single home and every single neighborhood in, in massive ways. Uh, one of the things that, that they talked to us about today was the importance of the letters that kids receive from their sponsors. Uh, a lot of churches, they line the kids up every month and they call out the names of those who got letters. So can you imagine the children that didn't get a letter uh, from their sponsor? It really inspired me to keep on writing my compassion child uh, every single month so that, so that they know there's someone out there who loves them and cares for them and is proud of them. A lot of these kids don't hear that uh, from anywhere else except from their sponsor. And then there's the child survival program that works with moms uh, from from preborn children and pregnant moms all the way through one year old. And they teach those moms how to care for and provide for their children, providing an education for them that many of them wouldn't have had. They also teach these moms a trade, um, a way for them to break out of the poverty of cycle. Many of these women uh, cannot earn a living on their own. And so this child survival program teaches these moms how to do crafts or make little purses that it costs a dollar to make. They sell it for $2 and they begin to live on that. It really is uh, remarkable. And we want to give you a little picture, a little insight into every one of those programs today. So I hope that you get kind of get a, a view of what Compassion's doing right here in Ecuador. We're here in uh, Guayaquil, Ecuador. 
It's literally one of the poorest places in Guayaquil, which is why this site was chosen for a church plant. Church planting is a brand new thing that Compassion's been doing, uh, where uh, uh, like a church in California sponsored this church plant. They literally gave money and from the ground up, they built this church right there where there was the most need. Um, five years ago, this building did not exist. It was just land, uh, but they chose this land. They built a building and immediately there was 200 children that were sponsored through Compassion International because this church now exists and families' lives are being changed. But one of the things that's super uh, powerful about what this church does is the child survival program. It focuses on pre-born children, so mothers who are pregnant, and then they work with these moms until their children are one year old. A lot of the moms here, they don't get the education and training on, on proper nutrition or how to teach your children to use their, their hands and their legs early enough to develop those muscles. Many moms just carry their kids around for two years. Um, so Compassion now teaches these moms how to uh, teach their children to do things with their hands and their feet so their muscles grow and teaches them nutrition. Uh, and then when they turn one, they're eligible for being sponsored. In fact, just at dinner, uh, we had lunch here. We served mom's lunch. I sat down with, with four of the Ecuadorian moms and, and served them lunch. And one of the moms, her son turned one 15 days ago. And 15 days ago, he got his first sponsorship uh, from someone in America. So now her home, her life, her child's life will be changed forever because someone gives $38 a month. We asked the moms what's the, the, their favorite part about compassion. And all of them have multiple children. And all of them said, I now know how to actually raise my child. I didn't know with my other children. So it's really changing uh, lives. These moms are teaching other moms as well. So super cool. And uh, you're going to see some footage of what we saw today and the amazing work they're doing. their treasure as a good foundation for the future so that they may experience true life. 1 Timothy 6.19 By doing this, what, what does that mean? It's by being generous with what we have as, as wealthy individuals. We're storing up a treasure as a good foundation. And what is that foundation? It's, it's an eternal one. It's, it's a purpose far greater than, than anything we can even imagine. And that by doing it, we will experience true life. That's our vision here at Element. We exist to help guide people to experience life to its fullest, connect into meaningful relationships and make a lasting impact. And my goodness, I can't think of a greater way you can make an impact than by partnering with Compassion, who is helping other people around the world experience the true life that only Jesus can give. Remember, Compassion uh, is, is child-focused, church-based, and Christ-centered. Their, their desire is for these children they're serving is to be known, to be loved, and to be protected. There's a greater purpose happening through Compassion. 
One of the stories that, that stood out to me the most in our time here in Ecuador, it, it speaks to that greater purpose, the, the gospel influence on a community. It was at one of the child survival programs where, where Compassion serves those moms uh, with preborn children, pregnant moms. They, they work with them all the way till the child's one and then the child gets sponsored through Compassion. And, and at this particular church, a, a Compassion rep was, was visiting the home of one of these moms. This mother had dealt with uh, drug addiction, alcohol addiction. Her, her husband, her boyfriend was, was abusive, also addicted to drugs. And when this Compassion rep started showing up, the, the boyfriend told the Compassion rep, if you show up here again, I'll kill you, threatened their life. Well, unbeknownst to him, his girlfriend started meeting with this Compassion rep secretly in the park. Month after month went by. I believe her child then was born and, and uh, the boyfriend commented to his girlfriend, what, what happened to you? Uh, you? You don't use drugs, you're no longer drinking, you're acting differently, you're talking differently, you're treating me differently, like what's, what's going on? And she said, well, remember that compassion rep that you said you would kill? I've been meeting with them secretly in the park. This time, instead of threatening the life of this compassion rep, this boyfriend was so convinced of the power of the gospel in this woman's life that he kind of traveled with the compassion rep around the community as a pseudo bodyguard, making sure that no other husband, no other boyfriend could do to her what he threatened to do as well. But you still might not be convinced. You, you might be saying, well, well, how do I know that, that my dollar's actually being used well? Believe me, the integrity that we saw Compassion handle their resources with, I believe, surpasses any other organization out there. Uh, there was a church that, uh, that a country actually wanted to throw that church, they wanted to throw Compassion out of that, the, the country, and they were, they were threatening this church, trying to find even one single flaw in how the church used the dollars that were being given. Time and time again, they'd be audited again and again and again but they couldn't find even one single flaw in how they were using and managing and monitoring the resources that, that were given. Uh, when the audit came up one year, they said, we don't need to check that church. We know they're using it well. The, the, the way that Compassion uses their resources and, and, and the integrity they have in, in auditing every single dollar that you give, they understand it's, it's God's money first, then it flows through your hands. And trust me, what we've seen here at Compassion, I can assure you, your money is being handled with great, great care. But you still might be skeptical. You still might say, well, but who does my dollar actually help? Well, I don't wanna just tell you. I wanna show you the story of Michael. He's four years old. We get to visit his home while we were here in Ecuador. And he's actually gonna be available for sponsorship here soon with Compassion. Somebody, uh, most likely in America, will sponsor Michael and will literally change his life forever. But again, I don't, wanna, I, I don't wanna just tell you his story. I want you to see Michael's story and I want your life to be forever changed. As we headed up the coastline, we were reminded where there's beauty, there are also ashes. But often where God is moving most, where his church seeks to reside, is in the unexpected. In the most unlikely and in the darkest of places. 
like this private airfield where drugs could freely come and go, and where warning signs clearly told us, stay out. But just when you feel hope is dead, God reminds us that his church is alive. church would be built and thrive. And despite cultural differences, the church welcomed us with open arms. And after some celebration and dance, we were told You gotta come meet Michael and his grandmother. You gotta hear their story. So, we brought some food. We came to this little house. Not even prepared for what we were about to hear. My daughter got pregnant. When Michael's father found out, he wanted nothing to do with him. For two months, my daughter kept saying, I'm going to give you this child. One day, my daughter handed me Michael and said, You're on your own now. I can't work now. I also can't breathe properly. And I have problems with pain in my back. And I feel like I have something in my throat all the time. Several times, I have been passed out in bed. Michael will see me and say, Mom, I don't want you to die. My husband has a disease, and the doctors will try to help with surgery, but he will likely go blind. He cannot work any longer either. My oldest son used to support us financially, but he passed away. My other son, who then supported us, is having chest pain and pain in his back. And the pain is so bad, he's in the hospital right now about to have surgery. I feel so bad because my son is sick. I'm sick. My husband is sick. I don't know who would take care of Michael. You have come to bring me hope. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Michael. We thank you for his life. We thank you for his smile. We thank you for his health and for his intelligence. Lord, he has a great purpose in life. we were going to eat today because we have no food but I asked the Lord today at lunch to help me and then these beautiful people from another country showed up at my door with food and it's all because of God
you leave here to go home, remember, God is with you. Please never forget us. Please never forget this community. We won't. We won't. Michael's story is just one story. will not be the last. Will you be a part of the next one? Will you help us be the light in the darkest of places? Help us release children from poverty. In Jesus' name. It's powerful, right? Jared did an amazing job uh, putting that together. I'm so thankful for that. Uh, Will you help release a kid from poverty in Jesus' name? And what we said in the video is right. Michael's just one story. It's a powerful one. That kid's smile I will never forget lights up the room. They assured us that because that church plant was going in his community, that were something to happen to Michael's grandmother and grandfather, because that church is now there, Michael would be supported no matter what, which is amazing. Let's look at that scripture one more time that we shared throughout the video, 1 Timothy 6, 17 through 19. Teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud, And not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need, always being ready to share with others. By doing this, they'll be storing up their treasure as a good foundation for the future, so that they may experience true life. We'd love for you to sponsor a child today if you're able to do that. We understand not everyone's able to, and that's okay. If you're not able to, uh, then don't. But some of us can, like our family, we support multiple kids through compassion. Some of you are able to do that. Maybe you can partner with a friend or two or three or four um, to, to partner, uh, to uh, support a child. Maybe your small group could do it. I don't know. Uh, but if you're able to and you're able to support a child, there's a couple of ways to do it. Uh, the, the way we'd like you to do that is by going out to the table out in the lobby. Our outreach team is there and there are a number of packets with kids available to sponsor. The Rest assured, the child that you select, you can select them by their name, by their birth date, by their picture. This is the actual child you'll be partnered with if you fill that out. You do need to fill out the information before you go, but then Literally 80%, and it's actually more of that this last year, 80% at least of every dollar given through compassion, it goes straight to this kid's well-being. 
So it's an amazing way to make a difference in a child's life. You can do that by stopping by the table. And we had people in the first service spread out all through the lobby filling theirs out. So don't let the busy table keep you from doing that. If you're watching on the church online platform, we just put a link on there for you. Just click the link. You can follow that as well and fill it out. Or you can text a sponsor. It's a brand new thing that Compassion is doing. Text the word element to 83393. Then Compassion will send a link back to you. Just click the link. It takes about three to five minutes to fill out all the information. If you choose the text to sponsor version, we want to ask you something specific. They're going to give you a a child. You can swipe, you can deny that child and just swipe through the list and find one you want. But every child you pass on goes to the back of the list and starts all over again in the queue. So if you're going to text, We're asking that you trust that the first child they give you is the one God wants you to have. Because we don't want that kid going to the back of the list. And the list, by the way, is thousands long right now. Because of COVID last year, in March, they were ramping up for their big season of sponsorships, which is right now. So they, they onboard thousands of kids, tens of thousands from around the world, expecting them to be sponsored through churches. Well, then COVID shut every church down and now all those kids are left unsponsored. Now, thankfully, Compassion is subsidizing that, and they're making sure they're provided for, but there's thousands of kids waiting in line to have a sponsor in, in America uh, or in, uh, around the world um, sponsor them. Um, also, all the kids today are from the same community as Michael. They're from Santa Elena, Ecuador. So if you sponsor a kid either with a packet or through the text to sponsor, you'll get a kid. I don't know if it's from the same exact church Michael's at, but it's from Santa Elena where Michael lived, which is super cool. So that's a new region for us uh, to partner with. Uh, One last thing. I don't want anyone to feel guilty. I don't want you to feel guilty for, for not sponsoring if you can't. And I don't want you to feel guilty for what you have. It's very easy to be confronted with poverty and all of a sudden we're guilty for the blessings we have. Um, When we went on our trip to Columbia with Compassion in 2016, my wife and I went, we were both just overwhelmed with the massive level of poverty compared to the blessings we have in our life. And we were talking with Wes Stafford, who is the now president emeritus of Compassion International, just processing our feelings. My wife, Sabrina, was having a very difficult time processing just those feelings of guilt. And Wes said something to me that I will never forget. It's profoundly changed the way I view what God's given me and how I view poverty. He said, Jeff, the opposite of rich is not poor. The opposite of rich is content. Content with what God gave you, understanding that everything he's given you is his, and he wants you to use it to help others. That's the opposite of rich. It helped me a lot. That what I have, I should not feel guilty for what God's blessed me with, but I should be content. And then use those extras that God's given me to do my part to bless others in need. So don't feel guilty for what you have. God's given it to you to use it. And I'm praying you'll use it for good today. So I think that's all that I needed to share. Stop by the table, text a sponsor, or if you're watching online, click that link and uh, we'll make sure and get that to you. Uh, We'll stay at that table as long as needed. So don't let the busy table stop you. All right, let me pray for us. uh, And then we're going to go. Father in heaven, I'm just so thankful for 
once again being reminded of the blessings you've given us. And Lord, as I just said, I pray that none of us would feel guilty for what we have. But I do pray, Lord, that we'd be content and that we'd view it as all yours and however you want to use it to help others, may we do that. Lord, may we be the funnel through which you fund things like compassion for myself, for every person who's here. However we can use what you've given us, I pray that we'd be faithful. And Lord, I pray for compassion. I thank you so much for the work you are doing through them. And Lord, I pray today we would see dozens upon dozens of new sponsors sign up and these children and their families will be changed forever. Lord, thank you for giving us what we have. We trust it to you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Love you guys so much. Happy Mother's Day. Have an awesome week. You're dismissed. If you were encouraged by today's message, be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast or follow us on social media. To learn more about our gathering times in Cheyenne, Wyoming, or to take your next step, visit our website, elementchurch.life. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you next week right here on the Element Church Podcast.